As yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Today, good morning everybody. What really caused that malfunction in the PM's cockpit? Peter Costello has the answer and its name is Kevin. Of course it was. And Jamie from Big Brother, remember him? What's he been up to? All good things. Who's had some work done and how bad has it turned out? (laughs) Got a grenade? Got a pot of honey? (laughs) You've come to the right show. (laughs) Rednecks in the sack, the Hanson Oldfield hookup. What's the latest on their one-legged prostitute that married Paul McCartney? And after 70 grand a taxpayer's coin, how's Amanda Fanstone's Chinese? Just $20 in New Hampshire. What can you get for that? <laughs> we'll find out all this, plus Adam Zwa, the star of that show, Wilfred. Mm. Uh, that's on SBS tonight, and that gives us an excuse to do our favourite topic, Animals behaving like humans. Yeah, thinks these people. It's all coming up on Get This, the program where the PM likes to say... The Labor Party says... Ah! Uh, yes, Triple M is mm. mandolin here at Get This <laughs> around the country. Uh, welcome aboard, everybody. Another week of it with myself, Tony Martin. We've got Ed Cavalier Hi, here. Guys. Lovely to see you. Richard Marsden's on board. Are we all seated comfortably? Michael Dino. Uh, obviously, the big news is the Prime Minister's forced landing. Did you see that footage? No. Prime Minister John Howard's plane was forced into an emergency landing in war-torn Iraq last night when it became apparent the in-flight movie was Wild Hogs. <laughs> no, that's not true! <laughs> Did you see him screaming out of the plane? Yeah. <laughs> Running, shrieking, <laughs> hands in the air. So much smoke, it was like Ray Fiennes was getting up to a rather busy... <laughs> Busy session. Oh, in smoking the, it up. Uh, yeah, burning rubber. Mm. I love the Prime Minister's outfits too. You know, he has a selection of costumes. You've got uh, normal suit. Normal suit. Uh, you've got visiting farmers, the sort of tweedy greenish suit with the elbow patches. And the uh, farmer's hat. You've Freshly got pressed. Meeting the army, the leather jacket. Oh, yeah, He's man. just copied that one off uh, George Bush, the oh, leather bomber jacket. Digging the bomber jacket. And then the gimp outfit for around the house. <laughs> He's got all bases covered. But did you guys see Peter Costello's press conference yesterday? No. Oh, it was pretty chilling. Have a listen to this. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me begin by uh, reassuring you the Prime Minister is safe. Um, you must have seen the, the footage of him running uh, from the plane, screaming like a schoolgirl, waving his hands in the air. I mean, sure, uh, some might suggest that that's, uh, you know, not Prime Ministerial behaviour. Maybe there's someone else, someone who might have done a better job of emerging from that plane, uh, and someone with perhaps a better grasp of uh, the economic fundamentals. Uh, but that's not for me to say, and I'd, I'd rather you wouldn't uh, suggest such a thing. Well, the, the fact is we're all uh, slightly distracted by, uh, obviously, the, the assassination attempt. And, you know, it's over now, Rudd's been foiled. and uh, Well, you know, ask yourself this, where was Kevin Rudd on the weekend? Uh, who's to say he wasn't in Baghdad with a ground-to-air missile? Well, OK, maybe he's, uh, you know, controlling it from back here, you know, in a restaurant in Perth. You know, he's sitting there, Brian Burke's working the joystick, uh, 
Tony Mockbells, uh, you know, navigating. Bradley John Murdoch's Bradley John over at the, the salad bar, throwing in suggestions. I mean, I wouldn't put anything past Rudd and his cronies. Well, yeah, what are you people pilots now, are you? I mean, it's a plane. It's full of smoke. I mean, it's a confusing environment. Who, who knows if it was smoke? Maybe it was, uh, you know, a swarm of killer wasps that uh, Rudd and Burke and Mockbell have, uh, you know, released from the overhead lockers. Uh, you know, by remote control. Uh, who's to say that uh, they weren't planning to um, redirect that plane uh, towards, uh, you know, an orphanage full of kiddies? Uh, you know, where's the team of inspectors round at his house looking for killer bees? I mean, wouldn't that be the place to start? Well, what exactly was the young Kevin Rudd up to? You know, I'm sure we've all seen that film, The Omen. You know, there's a lot of uh, loose ends that need tying up. Let me ask you this, who was known as Dr Death when he was working in Queensland? You know, who's to say Rudd himself? Well, you know, nobody would stop the question. It wouldn't be until... You know, the garroted corpses of various uh, members of staff are found piled high in an earring cupboard at the basement of the hospital that maybe people start to put two and two together. Who was that young Dr Rudd we had in last week? Well, well, you you wouldn't be able to find them because he would have burnt them in his incinerator along with, uh, you know, his buddies, uh, you know, Mockbell and uh, Burke and, and, and Hannibal Lecter. Fictional. You, you mean like uh, like the story of why Rudd got thrown off the farm? Oh, well, that's, you know, we accept one fictional story, we, uh, we turn our noses up at another. When we uh, come around to election time and we say, do we want the common sense, uh, you know, hand on the tiller, steady as she goes approach of Prime Minister Costello, um, Howard, or do we want Dr Death strapped to a gurney? You know, using his his tongue, which which extends from his body a good 20 metres, he can strangle a kitty and slam them into a wall, splattering brains across a poor elderly person's pension book and calling that policy. It's time to have a look at ourselves, I think. You know, a few people want that. Yeah, well, all I can say is um, John Howard is safe. Kevin Rudd is a murderer. Which uh, piece of news are you going to report tomorrow? My guess is it'll all be about the plane flight and there won't be anything about Rudd and the rotting, stinking corpses piling up in his basement. And, uh, you know, if you can't handle the truth, people, please stop asking me all these questions about Kevin Rudd. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. All right. I don't know. What is the story? Well, he's producing constant evidence of Rudd's murders. It's the wasps I'm most worried about. The killer bees now. Because they can go, who knows how, if they, if they can get all the way to Iraq, <laughs> yeah, I mean, from I, Perth, yeah. then when they, are the they can get in here. They'll get in here. When are the authorities going to act on this? Boy? I don't know. He yeah. is. They're persistent journalists, aren't they, in the background? I, I love, I want to be one of those. You someday. can't, you're not toned. It's fantastic. They're pretty annoying, I think. Is it at all possible that they looked at the mess and went, look, Santoro's no good, this porno dude's hanging about. Let's create a smoke screen. Good idea. Hey, porno dude, you say. We've got more porno dudes coming up next on Get This. And that's silver chair straight lines around the nation on Triple M. It's Get This. And before that, we heard uh, 
Treasurer Costello. Writing some pretty compelling yeah. evidence. Prime Minister's mm. mid-air scare. Mm. Afterwards, on the tarmac, uh, the Prime Minister was unfazed. I mean, when you've got a completely bodgy war that's been shonked up using dodgy information, you've got to expect the whole thing's <laughs> going to be pretty much an unending series of cock-ups, he said. I don't know if that's an exact <laughs> quote. It might have been misquoted. Yeah. Let's not lose hope, he added. There's still several buildings here that haven't yet blown up. <laughs> At that point, the podium collapsed and he fell backwards into a swimming pool. Uh, I don't know if <laughs> of that. It's a great victory tour. It's going well. Uh, I'd be disappointed. If I was fighting the good fight in Iraq yeah. and uh, they said, oh, look, you're getting a special guest, I'd be going, sweet, Aaron McNaught, here we go. Aaron McNaughty, Horko, uh, any of the kind of... Vegan Gale. The Gale, uh, Crystal and her mum, the fake Norks tour. So some sort of... USO, some cr- yeah. hell of a sound trap. Kind the, of. Yeah. the cheerleaders, yeah. the uh, Russell Crosack. They're looking for a geek. <laughs> wow. Get the bunnies over there. Instead, uh, hello, everybody. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Look at my bobby jacket. Oh, no. It's like the one George Bush wears. Oh, no. Uh, Are you going to do a dance at least? <laughs> I have to protest about, uh, you know, Costello's mentioning of Bradley John Murdoch. Mm. Um, as we know, the last time that happened, one of Bradley John Murdoch's relatives called up to complain. <laughs> We'd suggest that he'd been in a restaurant with Brian Burke. Uh, that's going too far. Did you see that movie last night? No, I didn't. Well, which one was it? The Murder in the Outback. Joanne Lee's Murder in the Outback was the name of the film. That mm. implies that she did it. Yeah, I don't know. All right. It was, it was Bradley John Murdoch, as uh, we predicted, Richard Carter, doing a great job, looked like him. But because I think uh, Murdoch's gone into appeal, mm. yeah. they must have had to cut all his lines out because he hardly yeah. said anything for the whole thing. It was mainly just snarling. Yeah. <laughs> oh, snarling behind glass. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some lines. <laughs> Legal department won't let me speak. So I'll just snarl some more. <laughs> and man, our Aussie actors are getting some good jobs, aren't they, Tom Long? Oh, well, who'd Longy play? He's in all the ads. Who he had about four lines. Who did he play? He was just a bloke who came in and went, I've got those files you need. Good stuff. Give, him a, give him a Logie. <laughs> Anything for TV hopeful Jake Wall in there? Nothing. No. Oh, I thought he could have played the manacles, the homemade manacles. The corpse, maybe. That would have been good stuff. <laughs> the corpse they never found. Yeah. They just leave him out there for a few months. <laughs> Doing a great job, Jake. Keep it up. Uh, what else was going on last night? Oh. My sister got uh, <gasps> was on Australia's. Uh, I was going to say Australia's most wanted, <laughs> Australia's most talented. Fantastic! Again, Australia's Got Talent, whatever it's called. Yeah, and uh, came out with the string quartet and did right. the final countdown, <gasps> Job yeah. style. Yeah, they remember when they did it on our show. There they are. It is. Oh, my phone's ringing. <laughs> Look at that. Job's doing a poor magic trick. <laughs> Make up. It <laughs> uh, goes on a bit It does go on a bit But it's a good ringtone I wasn't sure whether they were doing it sincerely Or as a tribute to Job from Arrested Development oh, Now that that is his theme song God, he's the Funniest best. man on TV God, he's Were you best. watching some on the weekend? Uh, I had a really big weekend yeah. I got through all of season two <laughs> Okay. I've got friends, Rich. <laughs> yeah, yeah they're all five to seven to get to next <laughs> week. Just on the television. So, uh, is that where you're up to? Have you not seen season three? I have, but okay. I'm I'm rewatching it. Yeah. Oh, rewatching it. I've How got friends. I've got friends. I promise. <laughs> yeah. Michael. Yeah. Oh yeah. I've been looking for a handout. I've had a pretty tight ship. <laughs> 
sat after the blokes lost his hand to the seal. Rest of development worth getting on DVD. <laughs> yeah. But Australia's uh, got talent. Hey, uh, so she got through. Yeah, well, no. What how'd, they was, look, how'd they look? Oh, uh, Bond-like. Really? <laughs> You'll hope me say that. Ow. But they, uh, we'll see, what happened was the little kitty playing the piano won. But then there's a second Ugh. chart. Someone else they can vote on the SMS for you know the audience choice. Oh right. But she I so was, she got knocked out. Well, you know the jury's out. What so do you like mean? Peter Costello, jury's out. Hang on a sec. She got knocked out by the kitty with the piano. Yeah, but so then, she's out. But one other person gets a chance to still go on if the enough people SMS in. And well, I know. So who's she up against? Uh, the, the performing dogs, which I must admit were Ooh. very good. Yeah. They, any, like I saw one climb dog up. on a tightrope. <laughs> you can't beat dog on a tightrope. Thinks That's his people. He does. If, he if knows you his had people. The five films for best picture at the Oscars, and then at the last minute they added six nominee. Dog on a tightrope. I'd go with dog on a tightrope. <laughs> That's the winner. Uh, and what else? Uh, old bloke playing a gum leaf. Nah. You know, he tried to, uh, you know, suck up to the judges by doing Final Countdown as well. But, uh, <laughs> Did no, he? he didn't. <laughs> Would have sounded good, though, on a gum leaf. Final Absolutely. Countdown. So it's gum leaf, mm. dogs, yep. the Bond, the uh, Godiva. Not Bond, Godiva, yeah. Mm. Mm. I reckon the dogs are going to mm. destroy them. My Sorry. sister, I called her up afterwards and I said, oh, the judges were quite kind. She goes, oh, they cut out all the judges' nasty comments. Really? Apparently Red called them uh, strumpets with strings. Oh, Red? You? No, I'm going, that's great. Change the name of the band to that. At least it's not a pun. <laughs> I can't get behind Godiva. That's a pun. Yeah, I you know me? Yeah, I know you. Kerry will be listening at home, swearing at her radio right now. Well, call in. Yeah. We might put you to air. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, what about that disturbing imagery of David Oldfield? And uh, Pauline Hanson on the job. Mm. What? Oh, oh, it was over the weekend. We'll talk about that next. Please what? don't go away. <laughs> That's not very good sizzle. Here, get this. Echo Beach. Far away in time, we get the idea. Martha and the Muffins here at Get This on Triple M. Are they still going? Rich? No, they're, they're, uh, I think one of them went on to play with Robert Palmer yeah. mm. and uh, a few other, other projects. But they had a lot of albums, Trance and Dance. Yeah, it's they had good. a follow-up single called uh, Black Stations, White Stations. They uh, didn't end up in Gorillas at all? No, they should have. I mean, really. I love the Gorillas. Okay, well, I'm glad we found out what happened to the Muffins. That's important to know. But what about uh, Pauline Hanson? David Oldfield was my lover. Oh, she says. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Gosh, gosh. Disturbing gosh. imagery. Just, I'm just picturing... It was at a Canberra motel as well. That's a one. People in the next room just heard a lot of bed spring noise uh, punctuated by, I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Pauline, here's what I'm going to do. Please explain. Well, Pauline. uh, (laughs) Let me demonstrate. What a video. I don't know. Um, And then he's making things worse today, Oldfield. He says, this is a quote, Pauline does not have a dress or anything else I left a stain on. Mm. Oh, just Australia. That's just making it worse, David. So what's he saying? She can't prove it? Yeah. That she, she can't prove nothing. Check all the addresses. There's no stains. Why would you claim to have slept with David Oldfield if it wasn't <laughs> true? What possible benefit could there be? Honestly, but he's married now to that uh, woman who's on the catch-up every day advancing the cause of feminism. Oh, okay. Uh, her name's also Oldfield. There you go. Well done. Uh, 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 dragon. Good on the muffins. Uh-huh. Not so good on politics. <laughs> oh, is that politics, is it? Uh, yeah, that's covered now. Oh, no, there's another big politics story here. <laughs> Former Immigration Minister Amanda Van Stone has run up a bill of uh, close to 70 grand for Chinese language lessons. Senator Van Stone said the lessons were part of her job as Immigration Minister, but she failed to impress 
a businessman from China with a speech in Canberra last year. He described her Chinese as excruciating. <laughs> Apparently, after eight months of lessons, when quizzed, yes. the only Chinese phrase she could remember was me no reiki. <laughs> oh, hang on. Is that racist? <laughs> Dear. Sorry. Now, she's invented her own language. Took her eight months. It's called a Mandarin. And it's just two phrases. Me no Reiki and me Reiki. That's, she'd just show up at me and she would only use those two phrases. It was offensive. Yeah. Got her to where she is today, though. Covers the whole gamut. Oh? Can't get anything past her. She moved on to the songwriting. What a cavalcade of activities it was for Amanda Vance, though, when she was in that job. Writing songs. Chinese lessons. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Jamie, big brother. Oh, is that now? Yeah, oh yeah. Unless yeah. you want to keep talking about that. No. No, I think that's enough about that. Listen to this. What's happened? In your zoo magazine, a mm. top old read. Mm. Crystal's let us down this week. Oh, nothing uh, about the old Mr. Bullsack. No. <laughs> Bullsack's gone quiet. Yeah. She's gone quiet on the Bullsack front. Uh, having, but luckily, they've managed to... Uh, Drag Jamie, the winner of Big Brother last year, out of his busy schedule to ask him the tough questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, who's been trying to shag you? Do you talk to someone or another? Uh, and here's a good one, though. How about saying, they say to him, how about saying like every other word? Do people like still call you Zoolander? Now, Jamie had a lot of pro- We had a lot of people calling in last year saying yeah. that Jamie was, you know, doing nothing. Perhaps he was a bit of a loser. You know, Why do never- people call him Zoolander? Because he's always looking in the mirror doing the blue steel. Exactly. Ah. Now, that's unfair. Because yeah. listen, to, I mean, he is. Look, listen to the con- contribution he's making to society. Yes. So do people still call you Zoolander? Jamie says, I walked past a busker in the city the other day and he started singing every lyric with like in it. And I'm like, I was going to give you 20 cents, but now you can F off. <laughs> <laughs> now you can like F off. <laughs> like. I mean, this is uh, <laughs> this is the man we want back on our screens. Yeah, Finally, please. someone putting buskers in their place. <laughs> entertaining for the public for gen- pretty much no money. How dare they? Was that busker Galen? Money chance. <laughs> There you go. I was just trying to find some of Jamie's poetry, but uh, uh, yeah. still the test of time. Is no. that right? It's yeah. been deleted it's from the computer. Out. Someone's no. Lee Simon's coming and gone. Nah, <laughs> nah. Keep those old night moves. <laughs> but I think they're Jamie poetry's. It's fast. It's used by date. <laughs> just quickly, uh, Heather McCartney, Mills McCartney. You know her. She says she is not an attention seeker. Uh, she said that in an interview from the set of Dancing <laughs> with the Stars. Right. I wish I'd made that up. It's such a good joke. <laughs> But it's just true. <laughs> Sometimes the news does the work Good idea. for you. Oh, Good idea. Man, I've got something exactly like that. Do you want it? Oh, let's hear it. This oh, is... now, is this about people driving through... Uh, driving through houses? This is the great new craze here in Australia. Oh, back. Really, we, it's... They went quiet for a while. Yeah, it hasn't been much since Christmas. And there was someone who uh, drove into a screening of Dreamgirls uh, yeah, in the United that's right. States. And um... no one was killed. <laughs> no one was even touched. <laughs> uh, this is from Adelaide. And listen, I hope... I'll just, you know, say that I hope this guy's okay because I'm not sure... <laughs> He's been taken to the hospital. Uh, This guy has crashed into not one, but four homes. (laughs) Four in one go? (laughs) The driver, agent in his mid-70s, drove straight into a house on this corner. Yep, gotcha. Then his car hit the garage door with such force it pushed the owner's vehicle through another wall. Oh, fantastic. And into the lounge room. So a chain reaction. (laughs) It's great. The driver then reversed and crashed into another house. (laughs) Yes. yep. Severely damaging uh, the front wall garage in another car. Right. That's yeah. three cars hit, three houses hit. Yeah. Shocked residents ran out to survey the damage and were horrified to see the man still driving. <laughs> he swerved along the avenue before jumping the curb and smashing into the front porch of another residence. Oh, it's the gumball rally. <laughs> Sensational. <laughs> the man then backed onto the street before driving into a stoby pole. <laughs> 
two trees and the front porch of another house. Wow. He then reversed again and drove more than 200 metres in reverse <laughs> down the street before residents called the police. There you go. And remove the keys by force. That is defensive driving. Get that man to movie world. It's amazing. He's just See, give him a, his, give own, his own grand theft auto. <laughs> give him a show. <laughs> Sack the police academy, clowns. Get this guy a go. And I think no injuries, I don't think, to any yeah. uh, innocent parties. He's been taken to hospital. I, yeah. hope, he's, I hope he's okay. You'd like to think the ambulance went through a couple more frontages <laughs> on the way there. Maybe just drove through the front of the hospital just to tidy things up. Keep the numbers that's good. Amazing. Well, that's our driver of the year. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what about people? He's probably drunk on the sunscreen. Have they tested him for sunscreen? <laughs> <laughs> Is he a Geelong footballer, by any chance? <laughs> Who's had some work done? Oh, that's right. what we're going to find out next. Get this. We're not even a third of the way there yet. Brought to you by Rob Delaney from Gippsland, who made the front page of his local paper with a UFO hoax, planted an open for inspection sign in his teacher's front yard, and reckons Todd and Branch shall be played by Hale and Pace. Well done, future Senator Delaney. Let's get this on Triple M around Aww. Australia and let's get straight to music, guys. Rich, what have we got today? Well, Richard's crying, poor oh, little thing. Richard, what's the matter? No, he's crying because he doesn't. Why yeah. are you crying, Rich? Not enough swimming coverage on the uh, TV. Not there's, enough swimming coverage, he's really. He's worried yeah. that there's the, the booklets in the newspaper, the front pages for the last two and a half years, the constant primetime coverage isn't enough. He needs to know more about Jody Henry's winning backstroke or whatever it's called. Yeah, so what well, we, how does that lead to a song? We're going to we're gonna cheer him. I want you to really listen to the lyrics, particularly the first couple of lines. I'm going to sing. Okay. Tony, if you wouldn't mind playing piano. Uh, yeah, okay. One, two, one, two, three, four. Please don't cry. Sorry, I had to see those guys. You know I'm leaving here tonight it's all right richard they'll be swimming in the next break i'm sure there will be shine on yeah get this that's uh well it's jet and it's uh well time for a climb but uh weren't we going to have some special new themes for talkback mountain this week Uh, i I might investigate a few new themes to uh maybe just spike the show with spiking now i love to spike throughout the week i love to uh something more gangster you know oh okay more gangster Mm. bell biv devoe Oh, BBV, that'd be good. Uh, All right. Yeah. But what have we got today? Just in vogue. In vogue, yes. Chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it. It's all back. The classics. I think you'll find Mountain. Who's had some work done? Why are we doing that? Is that because of these pictures of uh, Sam Newman over the weekend? Oh. Look at this. This is a picture of Sam Newman in 1997 when he looked almost exactly like comedian Darren Casey. Yeah. And that was one of my surefire laugh lookalikes. Yeah, and it good, hasn't good. been working for the last few years. I'm going, what's going on? That used to be gold. And look, it's because of how many changes have occurred between uh, 97 and now. Darren wow. should try and keep up. Yeah. That's right. Darren Casey just has to look at these pictures to know what he would look like <laughs> if he were to have some uh, alarming incredible. plastic surgery. Sam's uh, spending a lot of time in the old wind tunnel. <laughs> A lot of time. I told you a friend of mine came down from Northern Territory, mm. didn't know who Sam Newman was, and without being uh, racist about it, mm. thought that he must have been half Chinese, <laughs> just like Keanu Reeves. Just thought, well, you know, that's obviously <laughs> the case. But no, it's it's uh, the plastic surgery that's uh, it's in the paper today. Turned his face into a brittle piece of parchment. <laughs> um, okay, so that's going work on. Done. We know that Sam's had a bit of work done. Who else has had some work done? Well, Donatella Versace. Oh, yes, to my, that's, that's... my friends at New Idea. Hmm. Uh, it looks like she's gone in and asked for the Jeff Fennick look. 
Oh, look at that. <laughs> She's had the nose planed away so that it's just flat to yeah. her face. Yeah. And so to compensate, she's thought, well, what I need here is two. Is, what I need is to get one of those pool ponies. Yes. You know, two of those huge inflatable pool ponies and put one in each lip just to give it that authentic <laughs> look. She's heading for uh, Wildenstein country. Yes. <laughs> Donatella Versace. Mm. Who else? Has Phil Spector had any work done? <laughs> I don't know, but he's in court this week. <laughs> I hope they're running a uh, metal detector across his uh, hair. There's going to be a couple of guns secreted in there quite easily. He's got a fro transplant. <laughs> There's a Ronette somewhere. The, uh, in the... <laughs> it's the wall of hair. Man alive. He's not a wall of sound mind. Look at this. Uh, oh, oh, looking forward whoa. to some of the weird. Yeah, yeah, no, if that's you're going down that path, the boy, at least. Pun town. Population Richard. Wall of uh, <laughs> so I tell you who hasn't had any work done is the biggest losers. Yeah, yeah. Now, in your uh, something or other magazine, mm. they're talking about the personal trainers and Gerard, who's a wonderful man. Mm. One of them says, uh, our trainer doesn't understand obesity. He has, a, he has an understanding of training athletes. But we aren't athletes. We're fat people. <laughs> Well, and it's an easy mistake table. to make. Yeah. Right. I turned it on the other day. Jeez, the swimmers have let themselves go, but no, <laughs> they're fat people. It was just fat people. Yeah. Okay. I know one of uh, Richard's favourite is, of course, uh, Matthew McConaughey. I don't think he's. Oh, any he doesn't need to have words. Would you like this picture framed for above your desk? <laughs> McConaughey is always fabulous. Thank you. I'll take that. Uh, he loves that failure to launch. Failure to yeah, launch. How many right. times have you rendered failure to launch, Richard? No, but I have to tell you that I've watched How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Oh. Wait. Way too many times. How many times have no, you seen it, not, Rich? Not failure to launch, but how to lose a guy. What's your favourite bit where she comes home and is like, oh, look, I've made it's photographs <laughs> of what our kids would look like. It's not that a That bit, movie. Rich? No, it's just one that I got for free, and yeah. so it's... So it has know, to be it, on? It's just one of the DVDs that I have, like, out of five. So I just go, well, there's nothing on the telly. Let's watch How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And again. what have you picked up on the fifth viewing? <laughs> what are some of the, <laughs> the subtle intricacies I may have missed by only watching half of it once? As a writing challenge, um, when when Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey meet, yeah, um, their exchange is merely one word to each other. Oh yeah, back okay. and forth. So okay. they don't actually say any real sentences. Yeah, yeah. they just say one word to each other. Oh my god! Oh you, my god! I can't. You yeah. know what? I can't believe it. <laughs> Have you seen her shoes in that? Show? Oh my god! What does uh, your girlfriend what? say when you put these on? Not more chick flicks, Richard. <laughs> Not for the chick flicks. Can we watch Platoon, please? Just once. <laughs> it's a sleeper Can we put hit. on Hellboy? <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's had some work done, Richard? Oh, well, uh, it's interesting that you brought up Keanu Reeves because that's who I was going to say. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have thought that. I wouldn't have thought that. No, I don't think he has. I'm, I'm just saying he looks way too good for a guy. Is he in his mid-40s now? He's The interesting thing from my point of view is he's exactly the same age as me. Right. Yeah. And he, he looks mm. incredibly good. So oh. if he's had some work done, does that mean I have to... You know, yeah. it's clearly I'm tailing him. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, I mean, uh, Harold Ramis is uh, who I look to to see where I'm headed. <laughs> he's about 10 years ahead of me. And I just go, oh, he's got a big gut now. Oh, I've got to do some sit-ups. Oh, well. Ramis is not looking good. <laughs> uh, okay. Those right. people have all clearly had some work done. I'm sure the listeners would have better nominees. Now, how much slander are we willing to get into here? It's speculation. So it's okay. It's not fact. It's just who do you think has had some work done. Who do you think's had some work done? It's, get this, not the 7.30 report. Now, hang on, don't we want to dovetail this, Rich? Oh, do we? we? What were we saying today? I think that's a good idea. Your favourite bridge? 
Your favourite bridge. Your favourite bridge. The Sydney Harbour Bridge. <laughs> oh, right. Of course, the okay. icon. If we got a three-hour show now... Which had we... plenty... Look, the Sydney Harbour Bridge has had plenty of work done. Yeah. You know, it's it your was... hands. It was nothing. <laughs> it's been tightened at both ends. <laughs> so, well, yeah, uh, lots of great bridges. I mean, my favourite is what the uh, Gould River Bridge in Angle Vale, mm. which my mum helped create as part of the Angle Vale oh, Progress really? Association there we go. in the late 80s. I'm she going... got the bridge and the brothels in, didn't she? <laughs> Yes, she totally changed that town. I'm going for the Mac Robertson Ridge, uh, Bridge. It's beautiful. In Melbourne, which uh, my wife's grandfather, I think, designed. Okay. Oh, I might have that wrong. I'm going to go for the uh, bridge made of trolleys. Yes. That we, that we put pro- across uh, a creek in Brisbane when we were kids. It's now uh, on heritage listing, I think. <laughs> That's what I've been told. It's the oldest trolley bridge in the Southern Hemisphere. Who do you think has had some work done? And if you can be bothered, what's your favourite bridge? <laughs> I expect one person to call. One triple three five three. Learn to fly. Uh, that's for the Prime Minister. Foo Fighters here at Get This Round the Nation on Triple M. We're up a certain mountain. We don't have time for the theme, Richard. Oh, okay. We're asking who's had some work done. Hi, David. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you going? Good, thank you. Your favourite bridge? Uh, <laughs> favorite nah, bridge. No, no, that's okay. Who's had some work done? Uh, have a look at the front cover of your zoo magazine and tell me there's not some work done there. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That was, the boys. that was the sound of us having a look at the front of... Yes. Well, it's possibly some work. It's certainly... Possibly. Uh, three-dimensional glasses are required to really appreciate it <laughs> properly. That's uh, Keely, somebody. They light themselves up. It's amazing. Okay. With their own light source. I'll accept that. Life of their own. They do. I've uh, opened the magazine and sadly not found that article, but I found that bloke who uh, nude wrestles with Borat in the movie. I don't think he's had any work done. That's Ken Davitan. <laughs> All right, then. thank you very much, sir. Yep. Uh, hello there, LJ. How are you? G'day, mate. G'day, fellas. Uh, uh, hi. Who's had some work done? Look, uh, this isn't a new one either, but it's one that's gone under the microscope for a while. Mm-hmm. Jude Law. Oh, Jude has, Law? Mm-hmm. Yes, he has a David Letterman stick-on tuft. Oh, he's a bald man from the middle of the head back, but he runs the alternate tufts to deceive you. Oh, yeah, because often you'll see a photograph of a celebrity getting off a plane and they've got no hair. And then a couple of weeks later, they'll be at a film premiere and bang, Noel Crombie somehow. (laughs) That's right. So you reckon, Jude, look, because I know John Travolta and Nicolas Cage have got the two shonkiest uh, ear arrangements going on in Hollywood. Very Jude's young enough, people didn't didn't realise, you see. I think that's where he's got the age on his side, but yeah. made his ball. Right. Th- well, touche, LJ. Thank <laughs> you very much. Saw the warning ads and decided <laughs> that was the way to go. Thank you. Is there okay. a favourite bridge from uh, uh, LJ? Oh, LJ? <laughs> yeah, mate. What's your favourite bridge? <laughs> My favourite bridge, uh, without a doubt, has to be the Spit Bridge. No, a wonderful oh, bridge. Mate, I was on it this morning, waiting for the boom gates to uh, come up and down. And yeah. <laughs> Just really appreciating the 40-minute wait you get every morning. That's yeah. lovely. Thank you, sir. Hi, Peter. How are you? Peter, how are you? Good, mate. Oh, good. Kerry Ann Kennelly. What sort of work she had done? She's got the stunned rabbit look. The stunned rabbit look? Oh, no. Unable to register surprise. And, yes, at every question. And uh, t- do you think she's had sequins, like, uh, surgically grafted onto her shoulders as well? Because she always seems to be... Shoulder pads. Shoulder pads. Yeah, she's been surgically bedazzled. <laughs> All right, Kerri-Anne. Uh, bad nominee. Thank you for calling us from your wind tunnel, sir. <laughs> Hi, Shell. How are you? Good, mate. Good. Oh, and uh, what's your favourite bridge? 
Uh, my favorite bridge has got to be the Indrapilly Railway Bridge. Oh, what a the great original one. What a great bridge. A, a beautiful stand, sandstone pillar in the centre mm. of the river holding the bridge up. Mm. Lovely bridge. Climbed out there many a time late at night, very stoned. And yeah, wow. well, as is traditional. Sat on that sandstone pillar looking down the river. Really? Are you calling us from Indrapilly now, sir? Uh, no, I'm calling you from St Kilda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, you just maybe woke up in St Kilda. One minute I was on the bridge. <laughs> Next second, St Kilda. Are you sure you're in St Kilda? Uh, thank you, Shell. Lovely to speak to you. Hello, Paul. How are you? <laughs> Not too bad, mate. Uh, who's had some work? I think John Wood. John, John Wood. Wood. What's he had done? I think he's had a possum graft at the back of his head from the looks on that um, Joanne Lee show last night. <laughs> possum possum. Gra- yeah, It's a good career move. Did you see the, mull- the mullet on him? Uh, if I didn't. Tone, did you saw you saw in the Joanne Lee's thing? How was it looking? I was just distracted by uh, Bradley John scowling. Constant scowling. <laughs> For legal reasons. Scowling. Nothing but scowling. Uh, uh, <laughs> How many lines do you reckon uh, Tom Long had in that movie? Ooh, it could be uh, minus a few. Yeah. Minus, <laughs> minus. I was going with three or possibly four, but it could be right. Negative hey, yeah. numbers. Paul, what's your favourite bridge? <laughs> um, well, the one out of Blues Brothers, where they jump. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah. yes. It's Chicago. The Daily Bridge, is it? Yeah, I yeah. think it might be the Daily. Touche, right, Paul. Well done, sir. I can't actually remember what the question is for Talkback <laughs> Mountain today. I'm so confused. Have we got time for one more? Genevieve, how are you? Oh, hi, Ed and Tony and Richard. Uh, I... Sorry. Who's had some work done? Sorry. I would go for, and I've got a very good reason, L. McPherson. Oh, why is that? <laughs> well, like you look, Tony, towards um, Keanu Reeves, I look towards her. She's the same age as me, two months younger. Yep. And she's been a beach babe. Well, where's all the sun lines? Ah, oh, yes. She should and be. And she's popped out two children as well. Where are the Where are the baby bumps? Where are the... Stretch marks, it's not right. Yeah, she should be looking like a stretch mark leathery suitcase. That's <laughs> uh, right. By now. Anyway, Genevieve, what's your favourite bridge? <laughs> oh, look, I'll be boring and say the Harbour Bridge because oh. I'm a Sydney girl living in Melbourne and I miss it. Okay, oh, well. Did you walk across the bridge yesterday? No, no, no. Oh, you're living in Melbourne, so did you find a similar bridge and walk across that? Oh, no, I just gaze longingly at photographs. Oh, that's nice. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you, everyone that called in. Yes, everyone in here is gazing longingly at the front of Zoo magazine at the moment. (laughs) Uh, I think we may have to go to a break. In the next hour, we'll be talking dogs with uh, someone who knows a talking dog. Wow. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> it's Adam Zwar. Get this. Crunch the numbers and that's a lot of unhappy punters. Brought to you by Andy Chow, a drummer who still uses hexagonal drums a la Pseudo Echo and whose favourite film is Tango and Cash. Sorry, ladies, he's taken. Cause I can if I don't because I wanna It must be lunchtime Be ignored by the stiff and the board Because I'm gonna Oh, we've got the choir boys coming up at this hour <laughs> hey. Put down what uh, you're doing, live? everybody <laughs> oh, I'd like to think so uh, It's the second hour, get this And Adam Zwar is here Hello Hi, guys uh, Talking good. dogs, we want to 
We want to talk about talking dogs today. Mm. Uh, you're in this new show, Wilfred. Mm. Starts on SBS tonight. Mm. But did you see Australia's Got Talent last night? Mm. No, I didn't. I was oh. watching the Joanne Lee story. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. How scary was that, uh, Bradley very... John Murdoch? Oh, right, yeah. The, the facial movements of um, <laughs> Richard, Richard Carter. Richard Carter. Yeah, yeah. He's great. He scared me. I mean, he was born to play that role, obviously. We got sent a DVD of it here at the station, and there was a sticker on the back that said, oh, Bradley John Murdoch has, uh, you know, put in for an appeal <laughs> so you're going well it can't stop it going to ear but obviously they had to cut all of his lines out and all that was left was the scowling that's right so is that a fact <laughs> I'm I, assuming that's the fact I was, I was wondering wow they've really they've cut to the same take of him just you know doing that that chin wobble <laughs> and they keep <laughs> yeah, go back to the chin wobble you know <laughs> Team Aloy's going, is that chin wobble libelous? Uh, <laughs> well, we allow uh, that? Who's he wobbling his chin at? <laughs> so I was hoping he was going to get up and do, you know, a musical number. That'd be nice. That's right, that's right. In the courtroom. Called Subjudice. <laughs> Why not? Uh, we're off the subject of talking dogs. There was uh, dogs on tightropes on Australia's mm. Got Talent. Mm. Yeah. We're going to talk about all manner mm. of dog behaviour, particularly when dogs like to be humans. Yeah. Isn't that fun? And Mm. cats. Yeah. Yeah, true. We've got one of those. Oh, it's all coming up. (laughs) It's going to be a big hour of Get This. That's Blondie here at Get This, the second hour on Triple M around the nation. Some more of that fake applause, would you, for Adam Zwar, the star of Wilfred, goes out on SBS tonight at 10 o'clock. Before we get to that, what were you telling us about this Rafe Fines hostie? Well, yeah, Lisa Robinson. Um, I'm fascinated by this story. Uh, Yeah, what I was saying that... um, She's bankrupt, so all the money that she's made for for her interviews with 60 Minutes and the Daily yeah, Mail in, yeah. in London have gone straight to her creditors. Oh, right. Because she took action against the, uh, I think it was the New South Wales Police Force, and, and lost. And Right. And so she's about... You don't often win that, do you? <laughs> no. <laughs> like they're, 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 their success rate's pretty good in court. Had the police force? Seen blue murder? <laughs> yeah. Well, not in New South Wales. You don't yeah, get to see right. blue murder. And now she's uh, saying, yes, I'm a prostitute. No, Always no. was. Yeah. At least just put a nice picture of me in the paper this time. <laughs> That's right. And, you know, and the, the name was Sky. It's oh, like, oh, you know... Oh, That's lovely, Sky isn't high. it? Symmetry. And... and you're saying that uh, she's not being paid for revealing the No, no, she didn't. Uh, the, the Daily Telegraph made it quite clear that uh, she was not paid to uh, say that she was a prostitute. And oh, she right. just came out with it. So last week she said no, no, no. And then on Saturday someone, Marnie O'Neill, yeah. says there she's must have been sweet talked to her. And, yeah. But you can trust Marnie. That's the thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I've always learned. That's where I'll be going. When all it comes out about me, that's, right. that's where I'm headed. I tell you what, guys, if you get a call from Marnie O'Neill, hang up. <laughs> now, Adam, <laughs> you, in, trouble. in addition to your acting work, you used to do a gossip column yourself, didn't you, yeah. in one of the papers? I, I used to, um, when Fiona Boone was um, on holidays, I used to fill in for her. But I, I did showbiz kind of journalism for years, which is, you know, it's the, the high end of, you know, journalism. You've got investigative journalists and then um, showbiz. Yeah. Well, you see, we've been learning a few tricks. Uh, Richard Marsden told us a great one, which I notice he's employing in all the photos on our website, mm. which is if you stand oh, yeah. on the left side of the photograph mm. in the social pages, then your name is first when they mm. underneath do the caption. Right. Yeah. As, of course, yes, makes mm. perfect sense. And if you stand on the... The left-hand side of the camera, the eye is um, is drawn to you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, so let's just saying. stay on the left, guys. <laughs> and when Politics, you, you know, everything. So when you <laughs> were doing, like, a uh, gossip column work, I mean, mm. were there any tricks of the trade you can give us? I mean, how would you have got a story like uh, Ray Fine's host, he goes off? I, yeah, I was, you know, I was quite tame. I didn't have the, the balls, really, to, to do mm. that kind of stuff. The cold call always, you know, 
freaked me out. I I, I had to um uh once we got a call I was doing the um the late shift at the Sunday Herald Sun and we got a call that a president of a AFL club had been busted for drink driving. Oh, and all right. It, it didn't take long to work out. It was, That's um, called a 42 yeah. regular, that yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big Jack Elliott. So we went out. I had, they said, go out, to, go out to his place. Oh. And. Um, offer him a drink. That's right. Yeah, offer him a drink. Then they say you need get, a lift. Get this is 11 o'clock at night. All right. And I, I just stood at that big mansion in, in Turak as it was then, and I, th- and I thought, no, nah, I can't do it. So I rang up the news desk and I said, I've tried the intercom. Um. <laughs> And they and they he said he didn't want to talk. Oh, just just try it one more time, Adam. <laughs> and so I just held my breath and I pressed the intercom. Oh. And his wife, his then wife, answered. Yeah. And she just she had no idea about this. And uh, I presented her with the news, and she was in tears. And she didn't want to like go. I mean, it was just short of asking me upstairs for a cup of tea. <laughs> and and uh, and I'm just I had the tape recorder up next to the intercom, oh. and and uh, I just felt terrible about it and um and and i said look you know look i've got to go now um and she you know just kept wanting wanting to chat and i finally you know just just finished you know just got away from the intercom in time ran to, out file tape. For the last, right. <laughs> to file for the last edition and then i you know i i saw her in the street a little bit i didn't you know go and say hello to her or anything but i just it, it rammed home the guilt factor I wow. guilty very easily wow. so i couldn't i didn't have you know the stomach for this you know I, I'm, I'm glad i'm i've changed sides you know I was um, I was abused by Sting um, <laughs> once because uh, I, I uh, interviewed him and I said I because I read in the files that his son was in a police cover band ah. and he said <laughs> my my son loathes the police and so do I. Oh, oh. not so now. No, yeah. <laughs> just put the loathing on hold yeah. <laughs> for a bit of coinage. <laughs> I'm trying to find some gossip on you, so I've got onto the internet. Mm. Not much. It says here though that your dad wrote a book that inspired the movie Wild Geese 2 with well, Laurence Olivier, if yes, I and, slumming it. And Michael Caine. Wow. Yeah, uh, it was called The Loneliest Man in the World, obviously. Yeah, I just said that. Um, it was uh, about Rudolf Hess. It's a true story. So it didn't even inspire Wild Geese 1. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Olivier played Hess. Very serious book. Uh, I don't know if the movie did justice to it. I've never seen the movie. Have you seen the movie? <laughs> no, it's not made the uh, leap to DVD at this point. <laughs> Adam, could you write a book that inspires wild hogs too? <laughs> yeah, that's oh, right. No! <laughs> we don't need that. <laughs> We've barely mentioned Wilfred. Let's do that next on Get This. That's in excess here at Get This. Never Oof. let you go around the nation on Triple M. Our guest today is Adam Zwa. Mm. Our guest tomorrow is Kathy Gobbold, so I'm expecting... A vicious, unprovoked fight, fueled by a cocktail of alcohol and drugs. You know what she's like? Yeah. <laughs> she bring Kathy the cocktail? She what? She bring the cocktail? Oh, sure she alcohol is. Alcohol and drugs? Yeah. Hey? She's, she's playing Rosemary Margan mm. in that movie about uh, Graham Kennedy. Oh, yes. Oh. That's enough of an excuse to be booked on this program. Yeah. <laughs> do nicely. Overqualified. Uh, just before we get to Wilfred, uh, you mentioned you've done a bit of uh, journalistic work, mm. Adam. Uh, what advice for Richard Marsland, whose column, I think, is about to be axed in That's Adelaide? That's right. Yeah, no, I've been boned. Uh, next week's <laughs> actually, actually, this Sunday is my last column. This What's Sunday, it about, Rich? The, the Sunday Mail in the, Adelaide. The Sunday Mail in Adelaide. Um, and they always told me, like, when I started doing it, 
it's it's the brief of like the perspective of a young man. Yeah, it's yeah, a man's yeah. world. We all just live in it. That yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. And they said to read your columns <laughs> to take inspiration and, and some you know the jokes, tone, the tone of your column. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So basically jokes. Just, yeah. Help yourself. <laughs> just copied and pasted. And, it was pretty short on jokes. My column. Um, I was once described as a poor man's Andrew Bolt. Oh, yeah, and that was good that was interesting. Yeah. Ever um, since uh, global warming turned out to be true, he's the poor man's <laughs> Andrew right, Bolt. You right. see, he's kind of gone mad. Yeah, it's yeah. like he's sort of this is Andrew Bolt. If you don't know, you would have seen him national audience on Insiders, but he's mainly confined to Melbourne in the Herald Sun. If you're in Sydney, he's kind of Piers Ackerman in an Andrew Bolt costume. Yeah, you know? that's right. And if you're in somewhere else, just someone who writes about stuff and hates it. But he's kind of a lapdog of both uh, Rupert Murdoch and uh, John Howard. It's and quite now a that, lap. It's quite a lap. <laughs> it he, is. But now that both of them have come out and said global warming's real, he's just thrown. He's just confused. <laughs> mm. He does not compute. Mm. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? Because, you know, you, at, you when you work for um, Murdoch newspapers, you know the line at yeah. all times. Oh, yeah. And, and the thing is, everyone says, all the editors say, at no stage has Rupert Murdoch ever laid down the law to me and told mm. me what to do and what mm. my editorial policy should be. But it is implicit in every yeah. kind of News Limited journalist what what the line is at any time, you know. Mm. Um, well, isn't it amazing that 170 newspapers around the world all came to the same conclusion about the <laughs> Iraq war? That's Why right. not one editor decided that it was a bad thing? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, and it, But they could have if they wanted. No. Yeah, yeah. They could have. Hand on heart. Yeah, it's uh, but anyway, yeah, I, I did this column called the Wise Guy for mm-hmm. for three years, and uh, and I. What yeah. did you blow the lid off? What did you blow the lid right off? The Wise Guy. What did he? Do you know what I did? One of my I, I wrote this column once about how you know you um everyone wants you to be good looking these days. You know, yeah. to get employed, you know, you need mm-hmm. to be good looking. And I said there's one job where you you know where you don't need to be good looking. In fact, it's a disadvantage, and that's Prime Minister of Australia. <laughs> And I look trace through Barton all the way through. There's, yes. n- there's never been one good-looking Australian Prime Minister. No, I, can't. I mean, Keating was kind of cool. Getting Keating yet. was very cool, yeah. you know, but he in, wasn't good-looking. Kind of had that under, Undertaker chic thing happening. You know? <laughs> that's right. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, blew the lid on that. I don't think anyone had, you know, uncovered that. Before. No, that's you know, nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> Well, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. There must be one. There's like one that looked like George Clooney in the 1940s. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> McMahon was McMahon. McMahon certainly had the jeans. McMahon had the ears. You're a McMahon connection. Triple M. Who's your hottest 1930s prime minister? We still haven't mentioned Wilfred. It starts. Yeah, that's why he's here. Starts tonight on SBS. Ten o'clock. You know, you see the poster. It's uh, Jason Gann dressed as a dog. You yes. think, oh, that'll be a lovable uh, evening of comedy. In fact, it's frightening. It's slightly disturbing. <laughs> it is funny. It's a comedy. Yeah. But it takes an odd uh, David Lynch's turn from time to time. Yeah, yeah. Especially in that in that first episode. There's a, yeah. there's a little bit a bit of darkness there. Yeah, Jason and I wrote that um, in a very, you know, a very emotional time and a very dark time in our lives. <laughs> it was a short film originally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's when we, yeah, that. And the darkness hasn't hasn't lifted that much. <laughs> now, really. was this based on some horrible relationship you were in? By yeah, I I um I went on a date with this girl, and uh, and it was all going lovely. Went back to her place, and I was playing with the ball with the dog, and um, the dog was catching the ball, and it was all lovely. Went to the bedroom. Dog was just it was a 
half Labrador, half Dingo, and he was uh, he was Whoa. growling at me. So I got out of there really quick. And um, oh, so he's he's like the bouncer at the bedroom <laughs> That's door. It, yeah. No, no, no. The ball's fine. We're not going in here. <laughs> no, no shoes, mate. No, no. Yeah, if, no, yeah, you've got a collar on that shirt. Um, <laughs> no, he, yeah, so I, we, and I thought maybe it was, an, you know, an aberration and everything, and, but I told Jason about it, uh, and, and he was, you know, he, he'd, um, we were going to make another short film, mm. and uh, it was about a, a rock star, and Jason was going to play a rock star, and he had at the time the greatest haircut he's ever had. Yeah. It was a beautiful haircut, it was highlighted and everything, but uh, he <laughs> was asked to do a, um, a, uh, I guess a pilot for a or a sizzle reel for an, a Nazi youth film. Oh uh, yeah, 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 by yeah. this gay director and sure, and yeah, uh, yeah. he he was he the the beautiful haircut went you know with the short back and sides. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he couldn't do that film. So no, he couldn't do that film. I was depressed uh, at this girl, you know, because we'd gone to a Powderfinger concert a week later, and I introduced her to one of the guys from Powderfinger because I grew up with Don't them do, and uh, went to go yeah, away to get the drinks, yeah. and uh, yeah, came back and they're engaged. Yep, and so I, I, <laughs> and the dogs there laughing. <laughs> going, yes, <laughs> that plan worked. The dogs thinking, I like this Powderfinger guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's cool. So he's what cool. you and so you and to get over your depression, man, you Jason, were sitting at home. Yeah, yeah. Making yourself a dog suit, and you thought, "Hang on, we can do something with this." <laughs> Jason, I just started improvising, and uh, he was the dog, and um, I was me, and um, <laughs> and we just said, "I oh, just said this would make a good short film," and we wrote it very quickly, and went hunting for dog suits, and we kept getting. And the, the director was Tony Rogers, very uh, particular about the dog suit, right? Right, know? yes. And uh, the w- when we were when we had the dog suit out of the uh, the wardrobe, the um, a costume hire place. the The whole um, place burnt down. <laughs> really? So well, we just salvaged the dog suit, and uh, yeah, and it was it was right for the. Uh, I hate film. to think how many people had to make their own Austin Powers costumes <laughs> after that. That's right. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. no! <laughs> oh. But uh, the thing is, it's now an eight part series, not just a short film, mm. and it's uh, a disturbing relationship, really, between you and this dog. Yeah, yeah. It was very difficult to um to shoot it because I. Just found the abuse, like yeah. you know, I set, we're on set ten, twelve hours a day, and I was abused mm. for for most of that that time, you know, every day by the dog, and um, and I started to you know think, is this reality? Is this, you know, is this my new life? Um, and I, I just, yeah, if I was, you know, I got very depressed. Well, you know, our favourite topic on this subject is animals pretending to be humans. Oh, yeah. Do we want to talk about oh, that? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that next. Get this. That's not an isolated thing these days, with one in three homes cracking up. Brought to you by Kathleen Rigglesworth, who's sick of people making jokes about her name. Don't worry, Kathleen. We wouldn't sink that low. Although, feel free to call me on the hotline. I'll tell you what a wriggle's worth. Hey, <gasps> know what I mean? Hey, steady on. Down, boy. Triple M. Let's get this around the nation here on Triple M. Uh, Adam Zwa, the star of Wilfred, goes out tonight on SBS at 10 o'clock, is here. But uh, just before we talk animals, Adam, Triple M listeners get very anxious if they don't hear the choir boys uh, from yes. time to time. Stop yes. calling, people. <laughs> so let's All crank right. it up. Here it is. Just the way you like it. Run to paradise. My attitude is that this is a song which has been written from the heart. If um, uh, people greater liked this, well, uh, fair enough. That's the choir, boys. Run Ooh. to paradise. Adam Zwa is with us from Wilfred SBS tonight. Are you saying you saw the choir, boys, do that 
at mm. the concert of the century. Mushroom 25th. Remember that when oh. uh, Mushroom just went, yeah, we've only been around for 25 years, but bugger it, we'll take credit for the whole century. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's fantastic. But all of the music of the last century was leading up to the choir boys. <laughs> then it was downhill, and we're still waiting for something else to have the same kind of oomph. You know, well, maybe if Noiseworks got back together, got back <laughs> in the right. studio, a few more Baywatch themes, then we might be getting somewhere. Uh, Angels. Ed was just, and you've done a bit of journalism, but obviously you weren't aware of... Um, Crystal's column in Zoo magazine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where uh, last week she revealed, we talked about this on the show, that, quote, as the practice of teabagging becomes more common. I got teabagged three times Did during you? that song alone. Yeah. <laughs> Were you aware of that, Adam? No, that I didn't it's... know. I really didn't. I, I just embarrassed myself in front of Ed. I, I don't know what, I didn't know what teabagging was, uh, where have I been, etc. But he said, it's, and she says here that it's, as the practice of teabagging becomes more common, it's a must-take-care-of area that's, you know... Yeah, downstairs. Poor old yeah, Mr. Yeah. Ballsack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, As she says. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. I don't know how common it is. I mean, Marson, do you find just going down the shops, maybe, you know, walking yeah. up the street, teabagging everywhere you look? Occasionally. Sometimes you teabag without even knowing it. That's right. <laughs> right. So I like that. Yeah. So the Parsons is teabagged. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, something for you, something for your uh, your column, Rich. I mean, you've got well, one to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe final column. A this... teabagging slash flat bagging slash braining um, <laughs> sort of hazing. Uh, <laughs> teabagging in the city. Yeah. Hey, there's a television series. <laughs> like Are you going to do the big goodbye thing? Uh, to like, no, you know, I'll just have a little parting. Uh, great, thanks uh, very much. Nah, for the no, forum. Right. You can have a crack at anyone. You can yeah. have a swipe. You've got Thank a snap. You. No, I can't have it. Can't no, you have a go at some of the many footballers' wives that are taking over your columns? <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, they've been very good to me. Have they? Yeah, yeah, footballers' yeah. wives? Well, I mean, I, I guess I don't have the profile of a footballer's wife. Uh, That's well, true, because you've never done anything. I mean, they, only, they've gone out, met mm-hmm. a footballer in a nightclub, married them. Dragged him on. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, this is right. that is journalism. That's right. You... Years of writing. Who cares? National radio show. Whatever. No, yeah. Next, please. <laughs> That's right. We've actually got a footballer's wife coming here to panel next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Really looking forward to it. Really looking right, forward to it. At we're off the subject of teabagging. <laughs> Animals behaving <laughs> like people. Oh, Don't you? There was a bit of it on yeah. Australia's Got yeah. Talent last night. There was a dog walking a tightrope. Yeah, I mean, does television get any better than that? <laughs> uh, what have you seen? Well, cats, you know, yeah, yeah. wandering yeah, around like they own the place. <laughs> well, know, my wearing mom, hats. My mum hey? had a, a really fat cat that would dig a hole mm. in the lawn mm. and then lie back in it like yeah. it was a hammock. <laughs> oh, fantastic. And so the cat was flat with the ground. Yeah, have been known. Yeah. Mm. That's, I guess, almost human behaviour. We had a dog that could climb a ladder if you put a biscuit at the top of it. That's pretty good. And getting the back leg and front leg coordination, mm. that's very impressive. <laughs> You've got that great thing that B does with what are you wearing the, uh, with the lead. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's wonderful. That's my Labrador. I'll just go, uh, you know, it's time to go to the park. I go, what are you wearing? She goes and gets the collar. But oh, Cal Wilson pointed out that sounds a bit rude. Yes. I called the dog on the phone and said that. That would be wrong. What are you wearing? Uh, obviously getting, you know, one an old classic is, you know, getting the paper and the slippers and all that kind yeah. of feel. Yeah. I don't mm. think that happens very much anymore. Yeah, dog gets the paper and will take uh, plastic bottles out to the recycle bin. Very good dog. If it's a Labrador, you, all you need is one salt and vinegar chip and you can train them <laughs> to do that in five minutes. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, uh, very impressive. I've got a cat that pats me. If I'm what if it, you? Well, yeah. Oh. Um, he, I uh, like. He, I think it's actually a sign to say that, like, if I'm not patting his head, he'll reach up and pat oh my, my head. Oh my goodness! And that's the signal. That's what I want. I want Tough to, to pat. Patting on the head, not the not the tummy, Adam. 
the head. I've got wow. it. My cats used to uh, get into bed with, with myself, of course, and uh, get try and they'd be upset if they couldn't get under the doona and put their head on the pillow. Yes, head on the pillow, and yes. then maybe just the two little paws. Oh my god! Over the sheet there. That's a good look. It's so cute. You don't mind not getting any sleep. Nah. <laughs> Animals behaving Prefer like it. people. I sort of grew up on a farm, and uh, sort my, of my parents. Yeah, uh, they, they raised this little pig, this beautiful pig called Isabel, yeah. and but she didn't know she was sort. Of, they imprint pigs. They they'll follow you around if you know they do it from a young age, and uh, she had no idea though that she had grown to about three meters long and half a ton sort of heavy. Right, right. Mm. And she was delicious. This beautiful old sow, and she would roll in the mud, and then she managed to bash down the screen door of the front house. <laughs> Came in and laid. This is absolutely true. Came in and laid on the couch. Oh, <laughs> she was so into what she wanted because she used to come well, inside. She didn't want to miss. Hey, hey. When she was a piglet, she used to come inside, but then she just thinks, "Well, I can still do it <laughs> now that I'm a massive sow," and just mud all over the couch, Rich, destroyed it forever. Was she delicious in the end? <laughs> she died of pneumonia. Thanks for bringing. Sorry. Us. <laughs> on the couch, hogging the remotes. Yes. Hogging. Fantastic. Hey? Oh, I didn't even mean that. Oh, oh no, accidental pun. <laughs> you should be ringing the mock bell for that one. Yeah. Out of the Paul Martin. Oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> okay, we want... It's going to be great, is it? Yeah. There's not going to be a dovetail like the last hour. There might be. What's your favourite bridge? <laughs> That's what he had decided to throw into our phone in. Yeah, Underrated right. statues? <laughs> no. We're not great doing, stairwells we're of not, the 1800s? We're not doing that. Call us with your human behaviour performed by animals. one triple three five three. This ain't a scene, it's an arms race. Insist, fallout boy, oh, it's sick. get this here at Triple M. Adam Zwar is here with us. He's in Wilfred, which uh, is on SBS tonight and involves, well, part of it involves a dog that behaves like a human. Mm. So we thought that's enough of an excuse to play. Animals behaving like people. Who's got one, Ed? Laura, how are you? Hey, Ed, how you doing? I'm, uh, well, I'm excellent. Tell me, what. T- talk us through it. Okay, I've got this little dog, little Maltese cross dog, and he clearly thinks that he is my partner as opposed to my actual partner. Wow. So when my when my husband will try to get into bed, he will uh, slap his hand away when he tries to move the dog. Really? <laughs> so he actually he's reprimanding uh, my husband now. So that's quite interesting. Well, this is pretty much the plot of Wilfred yeah. uh, tonight on SBS. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. You got to watch. Yeah, he's a bit, yeah, I will absolutely. Yeah, he's a bit hostile towards what he sees as a usurp. Uh, Usurping of his rightful authority. So, mm, yeah, <laughs> usurping. There's a lot of usurping in your show. I mean, how bad can it get? Mm, I guess it gets terrible. You know, in, well, in our show, he does a lot. Of, he does, you know, cries for help. Various cries for help, which involve um, cooing and pissing, you know, <laughs> and uh, stuff like that. I don't know if that happens to you, Laura. Or Laura, Laura, I hope this. It's oh, not yeah, escalating to that kind of behaviour. We've lost Laura. Hi, Tina. How are you? Oh, hi, man. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm re- trying to get my dog to talk for you because. He, he sits on a chair like a human, you know, back yeah, against the back of the chair, legs yeah, yeah. out. Yep. And he thinks he can join in the conversation. Oh, well, he'd pretty much be up for a midnight to dawn shift here at Triple M. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, with my friends, he'd, he'd be way above their level, I'm telling you. And uh, any luck? Is he going to have a chat to us? <laughs> uh, I think so. Let, let's see if he can. I'll, I'll put the phone up. Just give me five here seconds we go. or so. No problem, okay. Tina. Charlie, sit. Sit. What? 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 I do want a ball. Can you hear that? There was uh, something. I, yeah, are you being eaten alive, Tina? There was, uh, there was, there was some noise. I, you know what, Tina? I'm going to say fair enough. I think he said more choir boys. Um, well, he, he, he wants balls. He plays with his he balls. balls. He chews balls. Fair Anything enough. to do with balls. Uh, right. Thank you, Tina. That's great. Uh, thank you very much. Nicely coached. Hello, John. How are you? Hey, guys. How are you going? I'm really good. Talk us through it. 
Yeah, uh, I've got a couple. My folks used to have a dog that used to like riding the jet ski. Oh. Just to go pee on the jet ski. What, just take it out by itself? Oh, no, he, he couldn't. He didn't have the opposable thumbs to work the throttle. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, a, that's <laughs> the main problem. Uh, yeah. But he'd love to get on and have a ride. Yeah. And, and you said you had another? Yeah, my, uh, my, one of my current dogs used to go nuts um, when Andrew Gatto came on TV. <laughs> and just to, Andrew Gatto, like, not Lockie Gatto. No, he didn't like Andrew Dello. <laughs> Nothing for Cameron? No. Uh, just Andrew Dello. Just the one. He's good. Uh, <laughs> he's actually here. He's a bit he's asleep in the car at the moment. Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, uh, we don't have any Andrew Dello coming up, so we'll be fine there. <laughs> Hi, Kathy. How are you? G'day, g'day, g'day. G'day, g'day. Uh, talk us through it. I have a cat that has to sit at the dining table for eat. Oh, yes. This also has to match our dinner set. And it has to be the same food. Same food? Wow. Yep. So it, it could be sitting at the table and you could just put a plate of cat food there and it just turn the nose up. No. Exactly. Um, unless you were all eating cat food. So have you guys all had to start <laughs> eating whiskers or has it started eating human food? <laughs> no, she likes smoked salmon particularly. She likes smoked salmon? She How does, did, and croissants. How did this start, <laughs> Kathy? How did this Sorry? all start? Yeah. Um, she started as a, a kitten when I used to feed her tidbits. Uh, it's it's very bad. We also used to have a racehorse that drank beer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a history. <laughs> um, but no, I think Adam's onto something. At what point does the cat just, you know, get up to the table? You know, you just look over one day and there it is with a serviette on. <laughs> Going, I'll be part of this too if you don't mind. <laughs> See oh, Kathy, that's cute. Okay. Hello, Mr. A, how are you? How are you going? Excellent. Talk us through it. Yeah, I've got a cat. Uh, yeah, as you do, you kick him outside. Mm, well, no, but yeah. <laughs> About an hour later, he comes back, knocks on the door. Knocks on oh. the door? With, with what? I don't know. But his paw, his head. Just with the paw. <laughs> Just with the claws tapping. The tap, tap, yeah, tap. one day he was knocking on the door. I said, hang on, I'll be there in a sec. Sounds like a human's knocking. Yeah. And you come, it's the cat. It's the cat yeah, trying to sell you encyclopedias. <laughs> uh, and does it, like, you know, leave a little yeah. bit of it, something in a paper bag on fire and then do a runner? <laughs> yeah, yeah, try to, try to. Uh, Nicholas is there. How are you, Nicholas? Uh, hang on one second. Nicholas, are you there? Yep, how are we? Good, 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 sir. What's going on? Well, I've got a cat that actually thinks he's half dog, half, half human, and um, I think he's forgotten he's a cat. What's he doing? Well, um, he when I want it, when I want his attention, I whistle. Yeah, so, fair enough. You know, like the old. Yeah, yeah. Then you know, he'll sit on my command. He won't eat until I give him food from my hand. And um, he could be out, he, you could be in the front of the house. He'd be at the back of the house. You yeah. rattle a bag of chippies. Mm-hmm. He's right down at your toes, going, "Where's mine?" Of course, <laughs> they can hear a bag of chips from three blocks away. And uh, and so, can you take uh, the cat for a walk? Uh, no, he's not quite that trained, but he will he will follow me all the way up to the front of the driveway at the clip of my heels. Oh, this yeah. is great. Uh, okay, yeah. wait, not yet, not over yet. Okay. And if I ignore him, if I ignore him, he tries to trip me over. Tries to trip you over? Sets up a tripwire. That is fantastic. Obviously, cats uh, on a lead is something we oh, can't encourage. No, I mean, we can encourage. Really? But surely oh. you're just going to be walking along a, at the top of a fence in no time. <laughs> Plenty. We can't do anyone else. There are plenty, but thank you all for calling in. And some great ideas from Wilfred. I'm, I'd like to see Wilfred uh, atop a jet ski in one episode. That's I think right, that's yeah. possibly a plot Does point. Does he get outside? That's Does great. he get outside much? Oh, yeah, yeah. Does he, he escape? Yeah, he escapes regularly. Yes. And, uh, yeah, he's um, and brings back uh, 
better suitors for Sarah, his, his <laughs> master says. Look, you know, uh, um, you know, and they're all absolutely stunning looking, these guys. You know, they got it from some model agency. And, and but Sarah stupidly wants to stay with, with me. Yeah, right. Um, well, I think what we've learned today is that Wilfred is a lot more realistic mm-hmm. than perhaps you thought when That's you were right. writing it. Uh, we'll be back to wind up the show in just a minute. I'll get this. Oh, thank you, Natalie and Brulia. It must be time to go here and get this on Triple M. Adam Zwar, thanks for sitting in for the whole hour. Thank you, it's a pleasure. Your show, Wilfred, goes out 10 o'clock on SBS. Now, I think it's after pizza. Is that new episodes of pizza? New episodes of pizza. New episodes of pizza, and then the news, and then us. Right. Good lineup. Yeah. 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 (laughs) On the back of the news. And good luck to the pizza team, (laughs) too. Hey, yeah. Now, uh, I was just talking to Adam off air. Yes. Lizzie Sampson makes an appearance in the series. Oh, really? Kim Gingell. Yep, Gus wow. is the only other dog. Uh, yeah. We need to find someone with a deeper voice than Jason, which is pretty hard. He's got a very deep voice, mm. and, and of course, plays as uh, genie little unavailable. So, <laughs> well, I uh, you know I put on the disc of episode one, and it's only about probably two and a half minutes in before you're reminded you're watching SBS as the dog's pulling a bong and coming out with the sort of language that I only associate with our callers here. <laughs> 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 it's, let's just say Wilfred is giving Al Swearingen a run for his money. That's right. That's on right. tonight's episode. Thanks for joining us. Oh, it's a pleasure. All the best with the series. And our key phrase today, you know, it was one we hadn't the heard. It, it was what? <laughs> it wasn't that one. It was one we haven't heard for 10 years. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it once more. Please explain. Ah, she's back. <laughs> We'll be back tomorrow with Kathy Gobbold. And it's all thanks to, as yet, nobody. nobody.